Section 60 of the Book of Divine Consolation of the Blessed Angela of Foligno. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Treatise 3. Here begin the visions with which she was comforted concerning her children, who should follow after Christ. First Vision Concerning Her Children being exalted upon one occasion and drawn and absorbed into the light uncreate i beheld that which cannot be related and as i remained in that state there appeared unto me the image of the blessed god made man christ crucified as though he had been but then lifted down from the cross and his blood issued forth from his wounds as fresh and red as though it were at that very moment first bursting from the new-made wounds in all his joints, moreover, there appeared such a dissolution of the sinews, caused by the cruel stretching upon the cross, that the bones seemed all to be loosened from their proper places. At this sight my bowels were pierced with anguish, and I grieved more than I had ever grieved before, and as I stood thus plunged in grief, there suddenly appeared around the crucified a multitude of my children who were devout and given unto preaching and to following the example of poverty contempt and suffering of christ crucified the blessed jesus called them unto himself and drawing each one unto him he embraced him and made him to kiss the wound in his side and clasping him close with his own hands he laid his head there in that place and because of the joy born in my soul at this sight I did forget the aforesaid sorrow. The degree of my children, however, was different one from another, for some did he press less and some more into his side. Some did he place there often and some were wholly absorbed into his side, whence there appeared on their lips the redness of red blood, and the mouths of some were adorned with this blood and their faces all colored with it, according unto their aforesaid degrees and bestowing upon each one his liberal blessing, he said, O ye blessed sons, discover ye the way of the cross, that is to say, the way of my poverty, contempt, and suffering. For in these times especially do fellow workers abound, and ye have I most especially elected, in order that through you and your preaching and example may be discovered and made manifest my truth, which hath hitherto been trodden upon and hidden by the world. Then did my soul understand that in like manner, as my children had been pressed upon his side according to their different degrees, so also unto each one were these words diversely addressed. In no wise is it possible to describe the exceeding great love which shone in that blessed face, and especially in those eyes of God made man, the Lord Jesus Christ, upon these children as he pressed them upon his sacred wounds and which was moreover revealed in all the signs words and benedictions made and pronounced over them second vision concerning her children upon another occasion when i was walking in a certain procession i felt that same unfathomable attraction of the word uncreate in the aforesaid ineffable manner and I beheld the blessed God, three in one, dwelling in the minds of my sons, and transforming them diversely in himself, according unto their degrees, to behold which thing was verily like unto being in paradise. For so tenderly and lovingly did he descend upon them, that I wearied not of gazing at them, so full and sweet, so cordially spoken was the blessing which God uncreate 
poured out upon these children that it was altogether indescribable. Then called I unto my children, saying, O oh, my sons, be ye as burnt sacrifice, wholly consumed in both mind and body. In like manner was the supreme God made man, Christ crucified, shown unto me, with all his joints loosened as hath already been said, and during the whole time of the procession, was he carried through the air before mine eyes, without the help of any hand whatsoever. And he gathered the children unto him, and pressed them upon the wound in his side, saying unto them, I am he who taketh away the sins of the world. Your sins have I taken away, and they shall never more be imputed upon you. For this is the fountain of the true and perfect cleansing. This is the price of the true redemption, and this is the house of the true habitation. Wherefore, O oh my children, fear not to discover and to defend, both by word and deed, this most excellent truth of life and of my way, which is assailed by the perverse and the wicked, for I am ever with you, your helper and defender. Moreover, both now and also at other times was there shown unto me, the cleansing of all my sons in three degrees. One was a special gift of great grace, made unto some of them, for the joyful perfecting of themselves in works of virtue. Another degree was a special gift of great grace and strength, for the easy resisting of sin. The third and last degree was the perfection of the soul, and its transformation in the crucified. And although much beauty is bestowed upon the soul in all these changes and graces, yet is, nevertheless, the first degree of great, pleasing, and most excellent beauty. Likewise is the last degree greater than I can say. These children did appear unto me to be so entirely transformed in God, that now I do behold scarce aught else, save Christ crucified, and not yet glorified. So holy do my children seem to have been absorbed, and transubstantiated into him. Third Consolation Concerning Her Children During that same procession, as we were approaching unto a church of the Blessed Virgin, behold, the Queen of Mercy and Mother of all Grace herself arose, and inclining herself unto these children, in a new and gracious manner, she bestowed on them blessings sweeter than all other blessings, kissing them all upon the breast, some more and some less, and some did she embrace with her arms as she kissed them. Of so great a charity was she that, being apparently all luminous, she did seem to absorb those children into that infinite light within her own breast. Yet it seemed unto me that I beheld no arms of flesh, but a certain miraculous light into which, as hath been said, she absorbed them with a most great and tender love. Fourth Consolation Concerning Her Children Upon that same day, amongst many other things which I saw, whilst Mass was being celebrated, there appeared unto me the Blessed Francis, all glorious, offering me his customary salutation, the which is, The peace of the Most High be with thee. His manner of salutating is always to speak in a voice pious, humble, gracious, and affectionate. Then did he praise greatly unto me the ardent intentions of some of my sons, and their zeal in observing the poverty of the order. But he desired that it should increase with the work, and he said, May the eternal, perfect, and abundant blessing, which I have received from God eternal, descend upon the heads of these beloved children of mine and thine. See that thou biddest them live according unto the way of Christ. 
showing it forth fearlessly both in word and deed, for I am with them, and the eternal God is their helper. With so much affection did he then praise these children for their good intentions, comforting them with the promise that they should assuredly make good progress, and that he would help them in his own intention, and blessing them so lovingly, that he appeared as though he would rend himself for love of them. Many other things did I behold concerning myself and my children, all of which I cannot describe. But this I will say, that I have seen and clearly comprehended, that the blessed God doth most tenderly overshadow us, and likewise his sweet mother, and they are ready to bear the burdens of our penitence, asking only that ye, O my sons, should be shining examples of splendid gentleness in suffering, poverty, and derision. They desire, moreover, to see you dead unto this life, so that your habitation be in heaven, and your body alone in this world. And as a dead man is not moved either by honor or beauty, so must ye be in all ways unchangeable and outside of all worldly fear. And ye must preach unto others, rather for the mortification of your own lives, than for the sake of making contentious discourse. They do likewise desire that in all your deeds, your whole intention should be fixed in heaven, in the blessed Christ crucified. Thus, whether outwardly ye work or speak or eat, ye are inwardly one with him, who desire that you should continually bear him about with you in every place and land, and that he should ever direct all your actions. And I pray that he who hath deigned to ask this thing of you, will likewise deign to fulfill his desire in you, through the merits of his most holy mother, the Virgin Mary. End of section 60